I'm Amber Peterson, and you're listening to Mamas and Money, episode 48, Where to Save, Savings Accounts, and CDs. Did you know that creating confidence with your money will change your life? My name is Amber Peterson. I'm a mother, licensed financial professional, and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And if you're ready, let's take this journey together. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mamas and Money. I am so thrilled that you are here today, and I'm excited today to talk to you more about saving and specific areas where you can save your money. There's so much information out there about different savings vehicles, where to put your money, how it can grow, and I wanted to go over those in the next several weeks so you can get more of an idea of what's available to you and the ins and outs of those. So then you can apply them to your goals and the things you want to accomplish in your life. And I wanted to share a little bit, a story of my son and his story of saving and what happened to him this past spring. So for several years, we have encouraged our kids, well, actually for a long time, but especially as they've earned more and more money over the last several years, we've encouraged them to put their money in a few different areas. The first area is tithing, which we pay according to our beliefs. But then the other areas, we have a long-term savings, we have a short-term savings, and then they have their spending money. So those different categories go to different areas and different goals that they have for their lives. So long-term savings look something like college funding, or even using some of those funds for long-term, like a car, buying a home, retirement. The short-term savings are things that are going to happen more in the short term. So that can also work as an emergency fund. Although since they're at home with us, there's not too much need for an emergency fund for them right now, but that short-term fund can go to maybe big purchases that they want to make within a short period of time. So my son had been putting money into that long-term savings and that short-term savings for quite some time. So anytime he got money, he would put a a portion of those funds into those two different accounts. And then it came to this spring where there was an opportunity where my parents were traveling overseas to Japan and they invited him to come along. Now, my son loves Japan. He's done reports on Japan. He has been so fascinated with the culture and the country. And so it's been kind of a dream of his to go there and experience it for himself And because he had that money saved in his short-term savings account, he was able to apply that to go along with his grandparents to go and explore that country. And it was just an amazing experience. He loved it. And I just reflected on because he took the initiative, was willing to put that money into that short-term savings, it offered him that incredible opportunity. And I think sometimes we may look at savings as, yes, it is an emergency fund. Yes, it is for a rainy day of what could go wrong, but that savings can also be used for opportunities, for growth, for experiencing amazing things in our lives and enriching our lives going forward. So I want you to kind of think about what you want to see happen in your life and how savings can help you get there. So with that being said, though, I want to talk a little bit about where you can save. And before we get into those specific savings vehicles, 
I want you to think about how these different accounts that we talk about, these different vehicles will work for you. Because ultimately, they need to work for you and your goals and your dreams. Now, of course, if you have a significant other or spouse, you're going to want to formulate these goals and dreams together to make sure that you're on the same page and it works together that you can both accomplish what you're wanting to accomplish. If it's just you, or if you have also goals for your business, you're going to want to think about what do I want to accomplish and how will these accounts get me there? What do you want to see happen? What are your goals? Do you want to be able to have a short-term savings emergency fund? Do you want to have an account that helps you go and have experiences and opportunities when they come up and you have the funds to do that? Do you want to have longer term savings like retirement or being able to help your family or your business grow in certain ways or have opportunities? You really want to decide what do we want? What do you want to accomplish? What do you want to have happen in your life? And I know we've talked about goals before in other uh, episodes, and you can go back and listen to those. But if you don't know your goal, it's really hard to get you to where you want to be. So knowing those goals, knowing when you want to accomplish those goals, knowing what that looks like is going to help you then achieve them. And it's going to help you decide which of the different savings vehicles or several of them, you don't have to pick just one, could benefit you in obtaining and achieving those goals going forward. Because ultimately, these different vehicles, these different savings opportunities um, are meant to serve you and to help you accomplish certain things in your life. And another thing I want to touch on as well is that I want you to be able to be compassionate with yourself and being willing to adapt as your goals and your needs for your money change. So some of these savings vehicles may work currently, maybe with the goals and dreams that you have. Later on down the road, you might have to say, you know what, that's not serving me as much as I wanted to. Maybe I need to look into an additional vehicle or a different vehicle for my money. And that's okay because you want to find the things that are going to work best for you. And that may change over time. So you may also have to change maybe some of the vehicles or strategies that you're going into. So keep that in mind as we talk about the three strategies or vehicles that we're going to talk about today. Now, these may be familiar. They tend to be a little bit more traditional or at least a little bit more widely talked about, but I'm going to just go over the ins and outs of these so you can decide if this is something you want to start if you haven't already, if this is something you want to continue, or if this, if you want to put these in a combination of each other to help you reach your financial dreams and goals. So the first one is a traditional savings account. So this tends to be the most widely talked about just because it's very flexible and it's very easy to use and to open. So this can be set up with a local bank or credit union, and you can add money according to when you need to add money or want to add money. So, and it doesn't have necessarily um, a certain amount you have to put in every single month. It doesn't give you a certain timetable of when you need to add money into this account. So it can be very, very flexible. Now, one thing that makes a savings account really beneficial 
is that it's usually at the same bank or credit union as let's say your checking account. And a checking account is usually where you put your income. And then once you have the income in there, you may have the opportunity to then put it into your savings account automatically, which makes this whole process a lot simpler and a lot easier to do, especially as you're developing the habit of saving your money. You can just tell your local bank or credit union, can you take this amount of money, put it into my savings account every month? And you actually don't even really have to think about it after that, which is so nice. And then it's building that savings account going forward. So it's a very flexible account and your money is very accessible. So then you can go to a local ATM if that's available to you, take the money out. You can go to your local bank or credit union, use that money. And so it's very easily accessible, which makes a savings account very nice to have. Now, some things to consider in this account is any growth in this account is taxed on a yearly basis. So for example, let's say you have $100 in your savings account and the bank has offered a 1% interest rate. Well, if you keep that $100 in the bank for a whole year, then at the end of the year, you're going to get a 1% growth on that, which is a dollar. So that dollar then will be added to your account and then you will have $101 in your account and that dollar that you earned needs to have taxes paid on. So that's just something to be aware of. Now, money in this account tends to not grow very quickly. And the reason is, is that interest rates on these accounts tend to be lower, usually 1% or less. And so even though there's a lot of flexibility here, you may want to look at that according to your goals and just realize it's not going to grow very fast in this account. Now, interest basically means your money is making money. Now, you may ask yourself, well, why would a bank or a credit union offer me money or offer my money to make money in that account? Well, just kind of as a brief explanation, when you put money into your savings account, it doesn't sit there. <laughs> it doesn't sit there collecting dust. It doesn't sit there waiting for you to take it back out again. The bank then uses the money we put in there to invest or to use in different ways. So they may use that money to lend to someone else at a higher interest rate to pay back. They may use it to invest into some different vehicles that can earn more money. So they're saying for the ability to use your money in the savings account, they'll allow our money to make money, which is that 1% or less. So something to just consider um, especially as you're looking at your goals and dreams and how this is going to play a factor into that. Another thing you want to look at is that these are accounts are insured up to $250,000 by the FDIC for banks and the NCUA for credit unions. And beyond that, your money is not insured or guaranteed. So basically what that means, if you have $250,000 in that account, and let's say that bank happened to dissolve or go under, then the these two different, now depending if it's a bank, it'd be the FDIC, would then be able to restore that money to you of $250,000. Beyond that, there wouldn't be a guarantee that you would receive or recoup any of those additional funds. So something to think about that is, it does have that insurance attached to it. 
So that's your traditional savings account. So as you go through and look at your goals, say, is a traditional savings account something that's going to help get me there in the time frame that I'm looking for? Now, a high-yield savings account is very similar to a traditional savings account, but it offers higher interest rates and has some additional rules. So it usually requires a larger initial deposit. Usually for traditional savings accounts, you can open them, open them and have very little funds in there, like $5 or so. But if you open one of these high-yield savings accounts, they may require a larger initial deposit. They may also require that a certain amount of funds stay in the account as it moves forward. And access to your money is limited. It's not quite as flexible as a traditional savings account in getting your money and being able to use it. Now, these accounts can be set up with banks and online with online accounts. Now, online accounts will require you to be able to link up a current bank account so there can be transfers made. So whether it's making that initial deposit or if there's transfers to bring that money back into your account, it does need to be set up with a traditional account you have currently. Some things to consider with the high yield savings account is that once again, growth in this account is taxed on a yearly basis. So let's say in a high yield savings account, they give you a 3% growth. We take the same example from before and you have $100 in this account at the end of the year, it's going to be $103 because of that 3% growth. Then you're going to need to pay taxes on that $3 growth. Now, larger amounts of money will need to be deposited into this account and the access is a little bit more limited than a traditional savings. Falling below the minimum amount in this account can result in fees. So for example, if this particular account requires you to have at least $500 in the account, and let's say that account goes below $500, you may be assessed a fee for that, for it going below the minimum amount. So once again, fees may be associated with this particular account. And then accounts in a high yield savings are insured at that same rate of $250,000 by the FDIC and the NCUA. And beyond that, your money is not insured or guaranteed. So that's your high yield savings account. And another popular option that's usually offered at banks and credit unions is called the Certificate of Deposit or commonly known as CDs. And CDs, once again, are like a savings account, but have different rules. So basically you put your money into this account for a specific period of time. And during that time, you cannot access those funds. And the longer you have, or the longer period of time you choose to put your money into one of these vehicles, it usually means that interest rate on your money is higher. So popular terms of time or maturity periods are six months, one year, and five years. Now, the CDs tend to be more conservative, just like the high yield savings and the savings account, and they have a guaranteed rate of return. Now, some things to consider with a CD is that since the interest rate is a fixed amount, you could lose out on higher interest rates in other savings vehicles. 
So for example, if you said, hey, I would like to open a CD for five years, maybe the the institution, the credit union or the bank may say, okay, we can give you a 4% rate of return. And you put your money in there for five years. Now, during those five years, interest rates may go up. They may go up to 5% or 6%. But since your rate is locked in, you will not be able to get the 5% or 6% growth. Your account will stay at the 4% until the five years is up. So it's possible you may lose out on those higher interest rates being in a fixed vehicle. It's not as flexible as savings accounts because the money needs to stay into the account until that period of time is complete. Now, if you take the money out before that period of time is complete, there could be penalties or fees for early withdrawal. So for example, once again, if you keep if you open a CD for five years and need to take it out at year four, there could be penalties and fees assessed because you took your money out before the term of time was up. These accounts are also insured by the FDIC and NCUA at $250,000 and growth in this account is taxed on a yearly basis. I do know of certain individuals that I've met with and spoken with that they have used a CD for Expenses they know that come up on a consistent basis, but they don't want to have a part of their checking account. So for example, if a holiday comes up every single year and they know they're going to spend more money around that holiday, they may open a CD for a period of time of 10, 11, 12 months. And they put money into that CD and let it grow over that time. And then when that time is up, then they use that money for that specific holiday. So that's kind of a way you could use a CD that could be at your advantage, especially getting a little bit higher interest rate, but just not accessing those funds until that holiday is coming or that specific time is up that you're going to need those funds. So those are the three I wanted to cover today. And we're going to go over many more over the next coming weeks. But once again, just take a look at each of these different vehicles and see how that's going to work for you. A CD may work for preparing for a, an expense you know is coming. Let's say one of your kids need braces. Then you know, okay, if I save money over the next three years in this account, that's going to help me have enough money to pay for braces. Or if you know that you're going to want to buy a car in a certain amount of time, you might say, hey, this yields a little bit higher interest rate. I could put money into here, not access it, but put money into here to then use for that expense later on. Same with your savings account and the high yield savings. You want to look at each of those vehicles and say, how can I incorporate these to help me reach my goals and dreams and help me accomplish the things I want to accomplish to have the lifestyle I want? And I love this quote by Robert Kiyosaki. And it says, it's not how much money you make, but how much money you keep, how hard it works for you and how many generations you keep it for. And you may have noticed this in your life. And I certainly have noticed this in mine that our income directly relates to our expenditures. So basically what that means is like when I was younger and I was newly married with my husband, we had far less income than we do today. And yet we needed to adapt our expenses to meet that income going forward. But as our family's grown and we have grown, our expenses have increased as well as our income. 
And so we might say, oh, we got raises, we're getting more income coming in. But we may also notice there's just still not as much money left over because our expenses are also increasing with that income. So when that happens, it's not so much how much money we can make, although that plays a factor, but it's how much that we keep, how much we save and how that money is working in our favor. How is it working for us to help us have the money we need, not only for ourselves and our family right now, but for ourselves and our family in the future and even beyond that in future generations. And that's a powerful thing in our lives that we can have. The things that we learn today, where we put our funds, how it grows, how it works for us and serves us can then not only impact our family now, but for many, many generations to come. I am just so grateful that we have this opportunity to talk about this. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful week. I hope you find time every day to celebrate what is in your life. And I look forward to speaking with you next week. You are already working hard for your money. Imagine your money working hard for you. Imagine the freedom you'll have from not worrying constantly about your finances, enjoying the decisions you make with your money, and finally taking control of where your money goes instead of wondering where it went at the end of every month. I know this is possible for you and I want to help you make that happen. Head on over to amberpetersoncoaching.net forward slash courses where we will work together to help you create a life that you love with your money. Also, if you're finding this podcast to be helpful, please subscribe. That way you will never miss an episode to help you create confidence with your money. Have a beautiful week.